how are you doing? I am I'm chilling. Things are going things seem to be going really well. I'm I'm very uh very energetic and I feel like I'm, you know, I'm on the path of the beam, you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean by that? All things serve the beam. Alright, okay, good. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. I want you to. I want you, and mom, with all the stuff, you know, like I think everything's going great with the soap and a lot of things, we're really on the path of the beam with a lot of the stuff we're doing, but we're never gonna get anywhere if you don't kill this fucking Moldor. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh. All right. Uh, welcome to season two of Maybe We'll Talk. Yeah, that was it. A very um, there was no season finale. We I had a little bit of a dip in productivity, and I feel like you know. Let's do see. That was it. I mean, we did all the things. We covered the main, I feel, Nightmare on Elm Street series, one through six. You know, Freddy died. He was dead. That's it. Great. And uh, we covered two books of The Wheel of Time. Uh, the first two, which, yeah, we talked about. There's a prequel book. And, uh, yeah, later on is kind of the verdict that we have for that. Um, and also we covered, like, well, we definitely covered the clan books and a lot of other Vampire the Masquerade stuff. And actually I feel like, yeah, the Vampire the Masquerade stuff is what kind of, kind of got a hitch. <laughs> we started covering Kindred the Embraced and, um, we haven't quite seemed to be able to meet up to discuss it for a few weeks. So, I mean, no worries. We're going to. There will be some more Kindred the Embraced stuff coming up, but we will. I'll get to what you can expect from this season after we talk about this, uh, which is, yeah, going to be our premiere season of episode of season two. I, I'm not I haven't really changed anything. I've been talking about how I want to start using new software and stuff. And uh, you know what? I don't need to talk about how the sausage gets made. Who cares? Here it is. We did those things in season one. Here's season two. We're going to talk about uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, which uh, we watched. And uh, yeah, like I said, I am very tempted to start talking about other things we have watched and so what's coming up this season. But like I said, after the main conversation here, we will talk about what's gonna, what you can expect from season two. So here is uh, myself, Michelle, and Thrash, and Weebs. As usual, and Ryan sometimes towards the end, I think are starting to become our usual horror movie crew. Um, yeah, I'm going to talk to... Yeah, I've been catching up with people kind of about how we have been doing things. And again, Sausage, and even again, an upcoming thing that's going to happen is going to be catching up with everyone. But uh, welcome to Maybe We'll Talk, season two uh, a podcast where I talk to people on Discord, mainly. You fucking know. That was Wes Craven's New Nightmare. I, I like it starting about halfway through. Yeah, this one's a lot more of an actual movie. Yeah, than a than, series uh, of cartoon events. Movie. Yeah. Right. Um, really, especially the sixth one, which is the one, the last one we watched, that one is really just 
Yeah, it's really z- zany. Yeah, a collection of weird zany things that happen. <laughs> this one was. Uh, is it still your favorite thrash? Oh, this was a. Uh, still withstanding. Probably it's it's still. Uh, you know, one one is going to forever be the favorite, but th- this is okay. still probably in the in the top in the top tier. But yeah, no, New Nightmare was uh, it, it was different. It was a bre- it is in fact that breath of fresh air sort of feeling. Uh, it's uh, not the punny, funny. It's not it's not like you know. Again, it's kind of playing on the whole. You know, Freddy is this like you know iconic cartoon character type, right? And and I I really I always as a kid really enjoyed the retelling of it as like you know yeah he's scarier. This is like the adult Freddy. This isn't like you know you know you know uh, I don't know like like I don't know this is the big boy stuff sort of thing. Sure, right, right, right. And then and then and then, you're, and then years later you're watching it again. It's just like. It's it, like at the end of, at the end of the day, it's it's not it's not the same formula. It's not the same thing, and it's it's kind of like watching Clerks two. Weird. Say. Okay. It's, it's a in, in the sense what, that what like, the fuck know, is Clerks like, two like? like two. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, so so like Clerks like Clerks one and Clerks two and the differences are like they're 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 their own entity sort of a thing. I seem to recall feeling like that way. Clerks one was. Mm. Yeah, like Clerks One. Clerks One was like the, you know, the beginning of this great story, and basically Clerks Two is like the new nightmare, <laughs> kinda. But instead of it being this like meta story with uh, with Kevin Smith, it's uh, Dante and Randall talking about pillow pants and never going ass to mouth. Oscar drops dead. I remember that. Sometimes you go ass to mouth. I heard that you do. In the heat of the moment. Um, Ahsoka? <laughs> it's okay, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to Jesus. think of the actress that plays... Is it Jay? No, it's Dante Hicks marries a woman who drops dead. I guess I can phrase it that way. Rosario Dawson. She drops dead? No. In no? Clerks 2, that's the lady in that. You guys don't know what happens in Dante Hicks's life? In three, no. Oh well. Oh, in three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just yeah. yeah. Rosario get... Dawson. It plays. Uh, I forget her name in in the movie. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and she drops dead. So he gets a very happy ending at the end of Clerks Two, and then Kevin Smith was like, "Well, why would I bother making a third movie if he has a happy ending? Kill, delete the wife." <laughs> That's what Janeway said one time. Delete the wife. Everyone loved it. I had some ideas watching this. I want to pitch you guys some ideas. Tell me how you feel about these. Um, These are ways... If you were going to watch a Nightmare on Elm Street trilogy, if you decided you were going to sit down and watch three Nightmare on Elm Streets, now now that we've watched really, I would call the six really the main six, and now we've watched the main seven. And actually, before I start talking about this, this was sort of Michelle's idea, but I think I'm, I think we're, I think this is what I want to do is now let's watch every Friday the 13th movie before Freddy vs. Jason. 
Well, obviously, I support that. You I do. That'd be fun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm glad because I yeah. I'm all there for that. Okay. Get both sides of it, and then the showdown. Yeah, we'll see yeah. if we can find the like Las Vegas weigh-in or whatever that they supposedly did. Yes. I'm still watching the, these credits. Yeah, we'll find it. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm wondering if like his hands gonna come sticking out of the ground in the end or something. You know, sometimes they were already so every now and then a horror movie would have a post-credit scene. All I've noticed in these credits is that there was the graveyard worker. His name was Beans Morocco. Beans <laughs> Morocco. <laughs> That's the only thing I've noticed so far. Wow. Uh, wow. And and we and we never saw Tuesday night. I think she was at the cemetery. That I think that, that would have made a lot of sense. If you Rod was at the, the I believe she was at the cemetery scene. Yeah, the guy that played Rod. You know, like the bad. Yeah, no, yeah, the guy that's not played by Kevin Dillon from mm-hmm. The Blob. Yeah. Um, so if you were gonna watch three Nightmare on Elm Street movies, I don't somewhere in the middle of this before we got to the hospital because I don't know if I've said this on the recording, but I find this movie, I find this movie, nothing happens in this movie as far as I'm concerned until basically halfway through when they first go to the hospital. Um, so I was thinking that here are some here are some Nightmare trilogies. There's the Nancy trilogy, which is one, two, and three. She's still, her, like, the sense of Nancy is still there in the second movie. It has to do with her house. It's still really her house. And the third movie wraps up her story. Then, of course, there's three, four, and five. People, a lot of people call that the trilogy. That's the trilogy of the cartoon ones, basically, where he's a cartoon character. You could also call that the Christie and Alice trilogy. Now, if you really hated yourself, you could watch the Cynicism Trilogy, which is one, followed by New Nightmare, this one, and then the remake. So you can watch a fictional Hollywood horror show of this property slipping into a nightmare. And then you can watch what actually happened 10 years after that, when it literally happened. Uh, How about this one? The Jason Trilogy is one, three, and then Freddy versus Jason. Because Freddy versus Jason touches so much on the third one. They go back to the place, they have the hypnosil, like one, three, and FVJ. I think that's a whole trilogy. And then the final one is the Heather trilogy, which is one, three, and new, this one. So those are, so if anyone out there wants to watch three Nightmare on Elm Street movies, those are a couple that the storyline actually follows through those installments. I like the Jason Jason trilogy. One, three, and Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this child, we talked about, it is Gage from... That's uh... amateur. Thank you. Uh... Which is a terrifying movie and one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, He also appears in the film Spawn with Guillermo, not Guillermo del Toro. Boy, that would be real funny. Um, John Leguizamo. (laughs) I do want to do a double feature of Spawn and Mario Brothers. My my favorite two John Leguizamo movies. Die Hardman as Kincaid. I dig it. Uh, oh yeah, I was okay. So other than the child from that other movie in Spawn, we yeah we never saw Tuesday Night, but 
She probably was in the scene with Rod. Um, and we saw Lynn Shea, who plays like a nurse or an orderly, very tied to like one cameo, one scene. But she also was in the first Nightmare on Elm Street movie and Insidious. I think it, yeah, I really, I said, yeah, a lot of nothing. I really feel like so much of the first half is yeah, scenes. Yeah, it just seems really slow. Slow, yeah. And to me, yeah, that's the way I felt about it. And yeah, like you said, nothing really picks up until the second half of the movie and that it all just happens at once. And you're like, okay, where'd that come from? And yeah, it really. Takes, it's a real long buildup. Which can I, be cool. I felt, uh, yeah, I, I felt Wes went the, uh, the kind of uh, Jaws route for this one, just... You know, you're 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 not gonna see the shark for about half the movie to build the tension, and then, well, bam, there it is, killing everybody. Yeah, but then Freddy shows up, and he—it's just not it. Dry. I don't like him in this movie. Dry and just, clean. It, well, I mean, I mean, and it was kind of the so clean. I, I was pressed clothing. It, <laughs> like his wounds don't even look like. They, they they look like they're healing, like they're scabs instead of being like, you know, open running fresh burns yeah. on his face. Like every other movie, like he looks like he he's just got wet. burned. In every like, other movie, he's, he's wet and oozing. dripping and oozing. And in this, he's like, he's all clean. Like you said, he went to the dry cleaners. <laughs> he got a manicure. Hat. Yeah, brand new green hat. Brand new. He off really the shelf. Himself up for this. Really stepping out. Yeah. <laughs> Put himself together. New hat, pressed pants. The that old he got that's a new sweater too. That's not and the old new sweater. Pants, new oh. nightmare. <laughs> Perfectly got the hat to match with the green of but really very clean. Really very clean. Like I mean that's that might be the huge I never even really put that I remember thinking in the past, like his skin looks so dry and so solid. Like and like right. such a mask. I never really. I mean, I may have noticed it, but really, until I really saw that full body shot of him, like stepping out of the bed, I was like, "Wow, that dude went to the fucking dry cleaners." Yeah, like I wonder if there's like a meaning behind that. Like, was he like, is it supposed to like, is he healing or something? Like, what yeah. is this? Is what his, are they trying to show? He's finally Why? in his like fresh, powered up version now that he's yeah. like not. Yeah. Um, as far as I understood, it was because this was a demon that was a representation of Freddy. Oh, I mean, yeah, sure. Um, I mean, that's, yeah, but why does the demon want to look clean, I guess, is really the question. Yeah. You know what? The demon wanting to look clean is a yeah. very solid question. The yes. demon may have just never, you know, it might not have enjoyed it, the runniness while it was trapped in that version of Freddy. And this might be, you know. You know what? This this film is transcended. The the theme is actually about AI and about how AI is ruining. <laughs> Everything comes out looking. Freddy Krueger, drawn by AI, comes out looking right. too clean. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I also didn't realize that this movie has a lot of parallels with a movie called In the Mouth of Madness, which is also about people making a movie that is also coming true at the same time. What was that? Dr. Grant was like a an insurance yeah. adjuster or something like that? Yep, that's right. Um, yeah, so Freddy is some kind of elder god, folkloric demon, 
I almost would have liked it if the kid just like if when Freddy came into the room where the kid's standing next to that big stove or whatever or fire pit, if the kid was just like, well, you're a monster from a fairy tale, so I'm going to trick you and tell you I can't fit in there. And you have to show like if he had done the thing from Hansel and Gretel. Exactly. Like, I thought they Freddy. were going to do that too because that's the story that he wanted right. his mother to read to him. So it I was like, seemed... okay, this is a play on that. It would have been really I like I almost feel like that would have been kind of neat. But probably, I mean you know that might be what he was trying to do, but then it failed. That's probably why, you know, sure. he jumped in there. He's like, I can do this. I'll get him. Dude, watching Freddie's mouth grow and expand and try to shove the kids hit the kid's head into it in the end. Those were some pretty interesting effects. Yeah, it's very stretchy between his arms stretching to reach him and then like his tongue just wrapping around Nancy. So yeah, so I'm glad all that happened. I I think I remember as a kid being absolutely freaked out by whoever was doing the Foley effects for that that scene where he's about to eat Dylan. Yeah. The the tongue flapping back and forth. You can hear it slapping against oh, yeah. the top and the bottom of the mouth. Like, it's oh really funny God. that they have the, that they do that. Yeah. But lots of tongue in this. Yes. Lots of tongue. They do the, <laughs> <laughs> they do the tongue coming out of the phone, which honestly scared me this time. I didn't expect the tongue to come out of the phone when it did. <laughs> I, I never understood the, the foam coming out of the, out of the phone though. That's the one thing I, I, I didn't quite get. Yeah, I guess it was just scary after effect. Lot also, also despite him being very clean, lots of puke and foam and swamp slime. Instead of marshmallow stairs, it was double dare. Like <laughs> she was supposed to. The Nancy. I also would have accepted as an ending if she got to the top of the stairs and he made her go back down and find an orange flag in the slime before she could. Go. <laughs> You and your family went a trip to Universal Studios yeah. in Orlando, Florida. Real good double dare shit going on in the end of this one. But this okay. one, and it kind of goes, really goes wacko towards the end. I, like once you hit that, that you know what it is? It's the spaceship scene where Dylan tries to find God or whatever. That's the middle of the movie. And up until then, there's so much nothing that basically I'm watching that scene and I'm like, okay, we've been watching him climb this rocket for five minutes he's definitely gonna walk out on the top nancy's gonna scream and he's gonna come down and so then when he jumps and it's kind of surprising i think yeah at that point at this 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 watching anyway i was really at my most like nothing is happening in this movie and after that they go to the hospital and shit all kinds of shit goes wacky after that it goes down the I phone can calls too that like in my opinion it, they definitely jumped out of the campy humor of all this. No, for sure. Yeah. And that was sort of, yeah, it was almost, I think that was a pretty good redemption from Freddy's dead where it, like that whole movie was just a joke. Yeah. And, and maybe it, and they got was... a lot of criticism on that. Maybe people were like, this movie sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, I'll show you. You killed off <laughs> Freddy by making the zaniest nonsense cartoon movie so far. Yeah. There was a thing in the 90s. I think a lot of things kind of did in the 90s. They tried to do a serious adult version, which may have turned in, which may have sort of evolved into edgelordery in the early 2000s. But the thing, the the phrase that comes to mind whenever I see 
this more adult, more dark reimagining kind of thing is Arch Deluxe. Any of you remember the Arch Deluxe? I do not. Yeah, it was from McDonald's around the time. McDonald's, yeah. It was it was like a Big Mac except for adults. It was serious. It wasn't all silly oh. with two buns. It was the Arch Deluxe okay, for adults, a hamburger for adults. I need to look that up now because <laughs> I just I freaking love like McDonald's nostalgia stuff. Oh boy, I miss the old Batman toys. <laughs> there are a lot of good McDonald's toys from the nineties. I had I still oh, yeah. I still kick around, like, I still end up kicking around one of those fucking Furbies, the little plastic ones from around. They're, like, all over my mom's house. They're, like, tucked into cabinets in my mom's house. (laughs) It it wasn't until recently that my mother got rid of her Beanie Baby collection, including the entire McDonald's collection. Whoa, did she sell that? No, it was was before the, uh, the market came back for them. Oh, dear, that's too bad. I know. I like. It was one of those things of like, like, uh, oh, they're gonna appreciate after you know so much time and. I don't know if they ever did. As far as I know, no beanie baby might even be worth a hot cent right now. That's probably the case. No, but but not 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 in no no. She she missed out on the on the wave. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, but she but she she just loves stuffed animals, so it worked out for her. Oh, good. I don't understand. Oh, because it had a Dijon A's. Oh. Who, who, oh, are we talking about it's McDonald's? Oh, is that what the made Arch the Arch Deluxe, Deluxe so adult? Oh, a, a Dijon quarter pound of beef on a split top potato flour sesame seed bun. Well, well, well. Topped with a yeah. circular piece of peppered bacon, leaf lettuce, tomato, American cheese, onion, ketchup, and a Dijon A's sauce. That's not a burger for someone that just watched. Freddy's dead. The final night. I'm nightmare. so immature without that burger. <laughs> well, the thing that gets me too is that they're saying like it's it's you know it's advertised specifically to adults, but like yes. a Big Mac wasn't advertised to children. Yeah, not really. I guess it was like nothing. Nothing on the I menu think... was advertised to children except for the Happy Meal. Like they weren't like, oh, this kid wants a McDouble or this kid's gonna want. The, they, what they, the hell is it? The DLT. They may have felt that cool. much, much like the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, the reputation of McDonald's slid down into a clown-like childhood with the grimace and <laughs> McMayor and the play place. You know, they had a fucking playground and with hamster tubes and Fry Guys. Oh. Fry Guys. I used to have a toy of one of those. I don't anymore. It makes me sad. I bet there are lots of Fry Guy toys. Mayor McCheese? Yeah, man. Mayor McCheese. <laughs> one time he got... One time he called a... Uh, he called a press conference and he got up on the podium and he, he informed the... When will the hamburger be brought to justice? <laughs> what was his response to that question? He said, no, uh, does anybody have a question about what's happening right now? Yeah, what about uh, what the Grimace? Or, 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 the virus killed the Grimace. Or, or, nothing can kill the Grimace. Nothing can kill the Grimace. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys said that because I was going to say that out of random and I was like, they might not get it. No, the Clerks cartoon was so good. <laughs> nothing. I love it so much. Nothing. I it all the time. Nothing can kill the Grimace. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that looks like a big bong too. <laughs> That's the ugliest damn it. bong I've ever seen. <laughs> the Chihuahua. Oh my god, that was so good. Do they go to the Temple of Doom? Do they like free uh, yeah, slaves they, from the they, Temple yeah, of they Doom? Free the kids. They freed the kids and then they played a baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> Another burn ward. They do um uh, they do stand by me also, or at least a, a little bit of a. Joey died in Vietnam. Which I think Family Guy also does. Family Guy do a stand by me ending. Yeah, Family Guy did a bit about that too. Everyone does a stand by me. Hey, I don't want to hear. Ooh, yeah! Oh. First time the puppies have shown up on this recorder. Yes, they're they, always making appearance. Are they being good? They're being good. They're yelling at their father. Do they? Are they upset about being trapped inside with the rain and the no? They're the nastiness okay. They lately. Like, they really only want to go outside when they have to potty. Oh. Except for Bailey. Bailey will play fetch for hours, but as long as she has a toy to chew on in the house, then she's she's fine. Great. Yeah. I love yeah living with animals. My guys are very upset. the The, the mood in here is very tense because they're not allowed outside and. They're all, every now and again, one of them comes flying through, knocking things over. <laughs> and it's been raining for months now. We're going to so Are they just not waterproof. allowed, like, do they not like the rain? Would they go out in the rain if you let them? They don't like the rain, but in combination with that is that, like, if the when the river becomes very fierce and fast, I just stop letting them outside. So, and that takes a few days, and then it rains again. So it's both. Like they would not go out in the rain, but I try. I if the river is raging, I don't let them out. So they're sad, and also it's humid and gross. Although I, it might be breaking. You know what happened? I, I'm looking at it right now. I can't. I gotta go dig out. I gotta. I gotta dig out a tool that will help me dig out the the gunk out of the rails from my sliding door because I have to put the oh. sliding door back on the rails because last night. When I opened the glass door, my cat ran at full speed into the sliding door, knocked it completely off the rails, and escaped the house. Uh, knocked it right out. It's, it's been there for over 10 years, that the, the, the screen door. Um, and it, I've never had it knocked out. You know, sometimes... You know, I recall my parents' house, the screen door for whatever brand, or maybe it was just because a lot of children ran into it all the time. But that screen door would slide right out of the rail all the time. This one is, I've never, he fucking first time knocked it right out of there. And, and I couldn't get it back in, so I got to go scrape out this gunk all in the bottom of the rail. You know what I mean? So hooray. Hooray. Maybe someday it will become autumn around here. I hope so. I'm waiting for it. Yeah. It's starting to smell like it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I catch a, yeah. I catch a light breeze and a a whiff of fall leaves. It's like in the morning and in the evenings it does. Mm-hmm. It's crisp. And you're like, oh, this is nice. And then like an hour later, you're like, no. It's yeah. back. I would really like to open the back door and get a little cross breeze in here right now, but somebody knocked the screen right out of the thing. (laughs) (laughs) 
There are like barely any kills in this movie, but they really do the upside down room. That girl gets oh, really yeah. killed. R.I.P. Julie. Boy, poor R.I.P. Julie, indeed. Okay, puppies, you have to sit down. It's time for you to eat, but you have to not harass me. Very good puppies. But oh, that... but they go insane when it's time to eat. And they do, and that upside, the upside down room shot, they do a lot of, like, that sequence is very, very similar, of course, to a sequence from the first. They do a lot of nods to the first movie, which is why, yeah, I included in a, a couple of my trilogies here that include the first movie. But, uh... Yeah, they do the upside down room. I even do I recall Tina kind of floating in the middle of the room in the beginning of that effect from the first first movie? I feel like I do. I didn't yeah, she even did like a little little like Yeah, momentarily. Turn yeah. Um, before she was pinned to the ceiling, yeah. So I didn't even write these down. So off the top of my head, we've got screw your pass <laughs> that was good we've got the upside down room we've got the marshmallow stairs except it was double dare um the tongue coming out of the mouthpiece of the phone uh definitely calling back the first movie oh, what else was those, are, those are those are the those are the callbacks to the first movie i think yeah at least that are fresh that that are in my mind right now what the i will say down is room, the tongue through the phone yep and what else did you say? Another one? Uh, yeah, uh, screw your pass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the marshmallow oh, stairs. And her, and her hair starts turning gray again. Oh my god! First one, right? Is that the yeah, first movie right. that her hair turns gray? Oh yeah, hair turns gray. That's also a really cool touch for the. I love. I do like. I really like the scene where she walks out of the house after getting back from the hospital when she's talking to the actor that played her father. Except now, and the the Nightmare on Elm Street music kicks in, and it's like they're actually exactly in the movie. Yeah. yeah, for a few moments, because then when she goes back into the house, it turns into circus, elder god, temple nightmare. But like right. for a moment, it's like she. It really is like there's that atmosphere of the first movie, or just you know the first couple, and uh, that did a thing for me. That did something for me. And of course. Mm -hmm. And of course, she turns around and sees the house. I love I'm seeing just that. It wasn't the same on the inside. Exactly. Oh, that That's yeah. Her. Like, what if yeah, she went in there and like Johnny Depp was in there and it was the same house and she had to go up the real marshmallow stairs, right? Johnny Depp's doing a, a drug anti-drug campaign on TV or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was kind of surprised that they didn't have him in there. You know. Too expensive for that for that budget. <laughs> I bet someone. I bet I someone tried. It would have been, been funny if they like after her. Not that it was funny that her husband died, but like after her husband <laughs> dies, and like Johnny Depp is at the funeral and he's like, "Hey." <laughs> oh my god, that honestly would have been incredible if they like as actors kind of started getting yeah. together and then he turned into whatever turned the dude's name Glenn, was. He's yeah, like, Glenn, What's yeah. going on with you? He's like, yeah, he starts... the same since Tina and Rod died. Like something, you know, like. He comes downstairs oh. wearing that half shirt that shows off his midriff shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, where did you get that shirt? <laughs> like, <laughs> she's having the, the nightmare. And he's like posing with his fucking abs. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, is, this is all happening at her husband's funeral. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that would be a sequence of events. 
like they, <laughs> they, they, they all get back together. They, they have their, their general talk and then everything kind of turns into this big kind of hallucination. And Heather starts, you know, hearing everybody calling her Nancy and, uh, you know, yeah. And then again, you have Johnny Depp, like, you know, asking about, you know, Rod and all that. And then, and then like, just like the scene where, um, the dude that played her father, like just kind of all of a sudden in that cut gets the uniform and everything else. It just, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's Johnny Depp with the midriff. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Depp and then you can, you, then it kind of really disorient. I think that'd be kind of fun because it would disorient the audience into whether or not this is actually happening. Like, is this like, you know, Heather's like, you know, starting to lose it from the fame of the series or, or like, uh, something along those lines like she she's absolutely losing it and we're kind of there like in her point of view kind of seeing all of this turn into nightmare on the street around her and then she like blinks and all of a sudden it turns back to normal again and then like i don't know i think like having like random flashes of the into the other reality yeah yeah i mean honestly it might have helped i think it would have made it i think it would have it would have uh delved a little bit uh, i think it would have made it a little bit creepier because at that point you don't know if like you know because as as a as an audience member we knew that the that the freddy thing was real from the get-go and that she wasn't crazy right it, it, there was no there was no disproving her in what we had seen as again as an audience member and i and i think that would have really sold the um the fact that she doesn't know, like, you know, oh, my God, like, is this, like, a real entity coming after me? Or, you know, is it, uh, yeah, is is it just in my head and I really need to go seek help? I think at, in the in the hospital scene, if she were to actually be put into, like, intake and then escapes, I think that would have been a great scene. You're kind of wondering a little bit in the hospital scene. And and I, th- I think, uh, again, another very acceptable alternate ending to this would be... Oh yeah, Heather is just a fucking psycho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think yeah, I mean, and there's definitely, and they try to. It's interesting, yeah, because they they kind of try to set it up as a false flag red herring thing, but like you said, we know before we even saw this because it was in the trailer. Wes Craven's going, Freddy's some kind of entity. Maybe that wasn't exactly in the trailer, but like we knew it was about Freddy coming into the real world so like, like like when um when they set up like a uh, sarah connor in like terminator 2 uh like again before like as much as like you know even if you have some uh oh i, I forget the particular um grammatic uh, tool this would be but the um but basically, like using the, the way that they set her up for like seeming like she was crazy and you know unbelievable and everything else, I th- I thought would have been like in that sort of a vein would have worked really well for Heather's character in this. Sure. It definitely tried to be a little more cerebral. Like it, it, yeah. I like I remember seeing when you said uh, how comparable it was to uh, in the mouth of madness. I totally. Like I, really, I, I beat by that. beat, I think here. Yeah, I yeah, and and what's really funny is I think if I remember correctly on the VHS for New Nightmare that was in the uh, the trailer. Was the trailer's cool. So it honestly felt like I was wa- watching two com- like very similar movies. Now that I think about it, so yeah, that's that's super weird. 
Director Wes Craven had intended to ask Johnny Depp to make an appearance as himself in the funeral scene, but Craven never worked up the courage to ask him. After the film's release, they ran into each other. Craven asked Depp if he would have made an appearance in the movie, and Depp said that he would have, and that Craven should have asked him. What? Well, Johnny was big at that point, and like Wes is still... By, by all rights and purposes, as much as he's the quote-unquote king of horror, he didn't really have anything in his belt around that time. Like, uh, it wasn't until later he did, like, he did a handful of other movies after, like, New Nightmare, but they weren't, it was kind of in that same vein. They weren't, like, you know, you know, Freddy horror movies. They weren't, like, you know, the slasher-type flicks, you know, for teenagers and popcorn. They were, like, meant to be these, like, you know, quote unquote, more mature films. What required like a the Scream movies, or are you talking about the time period between Scream and Nightmare? Uh, and the time period between Scream and and that, I, if if I remembered correctly, like I mean, that's why in the mouth. I, I have no idea what he did in between. Unless, are you talking about Wes Craven or just the? I'm sorry if I've totally oh, lost oh, what oh. you were talking about, or just oh, films no, in general. Okay, no. I was just I was talking about Wes Craven. Oh, okay. But uh. He yeah, probably thought and, that and, he probably and, thought this was very clever. This movie. No, I mean, just in the same vein that the uh, the Scream movies. I'm pretty sure he. Oh yeah. To Shit. Also very meta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Like I, I, I. Wow, there's a direct link. I'll have to figure out what the trilogy is that follows this into the Scream franchise. Because really, this meta horror went straight into Scream. Yeah, Scream was like a year or two after this. He was writing them at the time. This is this movie is about him writing Scream. You know, I hadn't. That would have been funny if there was like a like a newscast in the background. I forget where Scream happened, but like it was, it was like in somewhere in California, wasn't it? I, or was that the third one when they went to California? I do not know about Scream. Just oh, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. Uh, it's 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 been a minute since I've seen that series. I I, I really liked the first two, and uh, and then I got I, then I got lost at three when uh, it, it it got really meta when the um Nev Campbell's character had to like go to Hollywood to um right be a That's, is that the, the third one is they're making the Scream movie. Yeah. Right. Okay. It, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it so they do it. So it, that should have been called New Scream. <laughs> new Scream. <laughs> Where's the format? You know. A new a new screaming. Yeah. Wes Craven's New Scream. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Wow. I never even really thought about this in relation and, and going right into Scream basically right after because it's very. He's obviously playing with very similar ideas. I love that. Great. Cool. Um, I got terrible news for Michelle. Oh, no. Robert England has said that this is his favorite movie of the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, along with Freddy's makeup being his favorite look. Well, what does he know? He didn't like wearing dirty (laughs) clothes all day. I don't think he understands. He's an actor. He doesn't understand the role. He doesn't know. I think he's biased. Okay. 
Freddy Krueger is credited as himself in the credits. <laughs> that's that's cute. <laughs> I'm looking at I was looking at the trivia on IMDb. Um. Oh, oh, there was something else that I wanted to talk about. Oh, the. So. I, I don't know. Maybe if it, it like so. For for like rhythm purposes, like everybody knows the rules, the rule of threes. Okay, sure, yeah. I think the thing that killed me with this movie was the phone, the phone ringing, jump scare. Oh yeah, they that, do it a lot. That's, that's leading a, to and, scream, I think. Yeah, and also that whole the whole stalker, scary telephone man thing. Yeah, which gets dropped halfway oh. through this movie. By the way, we never find out who's yeah. sending her letters. If anyone right. is, oh, yeah. unless Louis it's just Freddy. Like one, two. Yeah, did, maybe did, it's did, just Freddy's ghost. Yeah, yeah. That was. Did, yeah, that's, I was wondering why this sounds so familiar, and I think it must be the same one that they use in the beginning of Scream. Yeah. Was, wow. was I not paying attention when she unscrambled the letters? What? What did she unscramble? It, yeah. What do you want to know what it said? What did it say? Answer the phone. I think I was gonna answer the phone. Oh. <laughs> And then, and then oh. the phone rang. Yeah, I told yeah. I, I I I walked away for a second. I must have missed. It that. doesn't even say one two. Freddy's coming for you. <laughs> it says answer the phone. I was I I'm scream. It's fucking ghost faces stalking her, and then he gets Is scared there, off like, when reality comes apart. Are they supposed to be like linked or something? I wonder if this is like. Oh boy, we have to we have to watch it again now. I'm sad to re- to inform you all and look for clues that link Scream. I guess, well, I'll tell you what. Should we watch Friday the 13th next or fucking Scream? I know. Oh, my God. What do we do? I've watched a whole, a whole new thing is branched listen, out. I've, I've watched the Friday the 13th movies a thousand times each. I've watched the Scream a movies maybe once each. Not five. <laughs> I've watched one. T- was for the weird um, internet one? think so i don't know like i i watched the most recent two are you sure the 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 recent two were five and six yeah i've watched those so i watched one and two i don't think i've seen three or four yeah so three is movies i think four is like it's like streamers like internet like tiktok kids because that was like 2011 or something right like wasn't it like much later than the other one yes yes but also yeah, yeah. much okay. longer ago than five and six which just came out yeah yeah so like five yeah uh, there, the there's the basically there's a buffer around four and now they're doing another is nev kemble still in these past two yes but i think oh, i read that she's not coming back for anything after the most recent one they're not going to go, they're not going to do Scream Ends. <laughs> like okay. Halloween. Um, they ground that man up in a giant grinder. Yeah, that was sick. <laughs> How long do you think it'll take them to put out another Halloween movie? I don't know. Five years oh tops. <clears throat> Depends I, I... on if Rob Zombie decides to dip his hands in that pot again i feel like i feel like he's kind of i feel like he did his two i think i think he just do the one no he did two and i think he said that kind of like that's it that was it for him yeah he didn't want i don't think he wanted to do the second one okay i think they 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 tried you know they gave him a lot of money and he did it but 
Yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't think that's something that that he's interested in doing. But also, you know, I don't know the guy. <laughs> he has seemed to have uh, said like, "Nah." But they really, uh, boy, Hollywood loves making Halloween yeah. movies. Please go ahead. I, I was gonna say it. My my mother was telling me a story about how she saw the 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 very first who um uh. Uh, like oh god, what what would you call when a band's stopping? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I smoked a little bit. Farewell tour. Yes, thank you. I can't. <laughs> thank you very much. But yeah, she's like, I, she, I went to the the Who's first film farewell tour. I remember going to see Halloween H two O back in like two thousand or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, right. Maybe ninety nine. Something like that. Yeah. And that no, no, exactly it was 98 it, because it was like, 78, like, 98, and uh, 2018. So I, yeah, I honestly feel like I, I've been watching The Who getting back together over and over again and just saying, man, like, fuck this <laughs> at this point. As far as I, Halloween I, is concerned? I, as far as Halloween's concerned. There's like, 100 I, Halloween I movies. I saw the Rob Zombie one just because I, I, I like Rob I like Rob Zombie. I liked um, House of a Thousand Corpses when that came out. No, I was like, okay, like I'm, I'm, I'm in. Uh, I'll bite, and and it was, it was just okay to me. I don't know. It was, it, it didn't really. I feel it expand too much off of it. I don't think his first one did. I feel like maybe I would have to. I feel like, <clears throat> well, actually, the whole Halloween series deserves to be watched by me again as well. And as far and it's huge. And as far as Scream, I think. I certainly, unless someone really objects and thinks we should move on to Scream, I think Friday the 13th. I'm totally fine with Friday the 13th. We can double back to talk about Scream. Yeah, we yeah, can please. We can do, you know, series is as we, yeah, we can, can keep. Yeah, I think that'd be fun if we tackle yeah. like, like horror series as it is. I mean, yeah, but obviously if we do uh, Friday the 13th next get all those out of the way get the backstory of jason and then their big showdown did you know oh, yeah, that he's jason. You, did you know that he's not afraid of water he's not afraid of water he lives at the bottom of a lake he like walks around he floats around in a lake for fun oh because like in freddy versus jason like they obviously show that he's afraid yeah. of water that's the but big thing they, they like Everyone, everyone that reviews Freddy vs. Jason points that out as like, this is the dumbest thing. I can't believe they made oh, really? him. A, it's like a cliche that they made him afraid of water. Yeah. I never got into any of those movies. I only saw, I watched the first one. I fell asleep. And the second one, I was like, I can't do this. In and what? I think I watched Jason Takes Manhattan. I think that's it. In which of the films would you guess out of, let's say, 10 of them, in which numbered film do you think that Jason's human life comes to an end? Um, oh, God, I think that's... That's in... Oh, God. His human life, that's the that's the first one because that's when he drowns in the lake when he's a little boy and then the mom's the one that's going around killing all the kids at the camp because she's mad because the counselors weren't watching her kid and he drowned. You want to know something? Freddy vs. Jason might be a sequel to A Nightmare on Elm Street 3 and Friday the 13th 1. Although it does address that he gets big eventually. It does address it? 
Because like they don't like they never show how that happens. Like how does he grow up if he's dead? You're right, and this is what I'm going to tell you right now. Um, okay. In the first movie, all that happens, and there is a scary dead kid in the lake. But right. in the second movie, they said, "Oh, the scary dead kid you saw at the end—that was a dream you had." And then living Jason, living Jason was out in the woods because he never drowned as a kid. This is the second movie, how they explain it. And living Jason saw mom get killed by the kids, even though mom thought Jason was dead. So for three movies, for for two, three and four, he grows up and becomes an adult man while killing people. (laughs) It's a rite of passage. And I'm not going to spoil what happens in the fifth movie. But not until the sixth movie does the iconic dead Jason zombie appear. Oh, I see. Not until the sixth movie. Not, Friday the 13th is wacky. That is pretty wacky. We're going to have a time then. Yeah. And, but you know, we've seen one. them about a thousand times each. It's really so. interesting that in, because they do, they do. Do they say that he drowned as a child in Freddy vs. Jason? Yeah, and that's how they show it in the first movie too. And then she has a dream where she's at the lake and she tries to save yeah, him. Yeah. But then Freddy comes mm-hmm. up and Freddy's like pulling him down and holding him under the water and she's like, No. I feel like in I feel like in the Freddy versus Jason continuity, he did die as a child, but then what? He was so filled with evil that he swole. He grew to be well, a zombie man. <laughs> well, well, no, his mother was doing like uh, voodoo oh, rituals. Well, oh, and, right. And uh, yeah, in the uh, in the shed or whatever. And then and then in the second she, movie, I think, that, I think that was no, that was or the first the, movie or in the ninth. <laughs> No, that was the first movie. She was okay. she had like a she had like a like a little cave or something. I remember no, I recall second. like an altar. Yeah. That was yeah. the second that was the second movie okay. with, with with Jason's mom's head on the altar, but there yeah, was also okay. something where it, it, there was also some Oh my god. <laughs> what did you guys do? The fucking hounds. Uh, I took a pan that's out. That's my gift for having a pork chop in my pocket. Oh, they think you're gonna cook up some food for them. I'm getting chicken nuggets. Get out of here. No tendies for you. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, so I mean, because it does. Because the storyline, it kind of makes sense if you look at it that he didn't actually die. He ran away to live in the woods for some reason. Well, I guess his mom is completely insane. So, but then 10 years pass, he's living in the woods. This is, that's odd. Um, so that he sees his mother get murdered. Um, right. That's the weirdest part if you look at the story as it's presented in the movies. Well, no, it's not. No, it's not. The weirdest part is when he turns into a worm and starts going down people's mouths. Um, oh, <laughs> that's the That might be the weirdest part. The weirdest part is when the FBI comes to kill him with machine guns. Um, <laughs> what? I can't you recall, wait to get back into this. Do you recall I the beginning seen... of Jason X? Like the government comes to Crystal Lake to just murder him in the beginning of, and then send him to space. 
in Jason that X. Sounds awesome. I, I've uh, never seen that one. Is that the one where he has like the? Is it Jason X or is it Jason in space where he has like the metal mask? Jason X is Jason in space. It's in space. Oh, oh, okay. And I also and I don't know if it came out before or after Freddy. I think it came out after Freddy versus. Maybe no, not. No, before. Maybe. No, I was gonna say Michelle, don't feel bad because I honestly thought there was there was Jason X and then. Because of the, I feel I feel like that that came out in in, in around like the the new millennium sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, I would I, say two thousand four or five. Yeah. Oh, maybe okay. Yeah. Sure. So 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 I, I feel like they were still writing that new millennium stuff. So Let's for see, some yeah, two thousand one space age stuff. That's when we thought we'd get some Jetson shit from that point on. Where's my uh, Where's my fucking flying car? Remember Seriously, when our... I was just talking about that yesterday at work? I'm like, they really I made saw us that. that. We'd have this by now. Do you remember when our parents told us that the future would be bright? Jason X is from 2001. Uh, uh, uh. I knew it. I knew it. You both knew it. We knew it. We too. all knew it. Congratulations. I did not know it. I did not know well, when that movie was made. We taught you something today. Uh, Freddy vs. Jason was 2003? Yes, it's For 20 real? years old. This year. Oh my gosh! I really, I really feel like Freddy versus Jason. It tries to have the child Jason and the mom, and it also try, and it also wants to have the adult Jason, but it doesn't want to have the middle of the story, which is fine for what that movie is. I think. Right. We'll see I how mean, much it, it makes sense. Jesus. Which, gee, what? It worked for Jesus. What did he do? <laughs> he didn't want the middle uh, of the story. Oh. Yeah, you, you only get the beginning of the story and then you get later that, in his life when he's a grown man. Is that good you omens? Don't, you don't hear about you don't hear that about is, that is good Jesus. omens. Have good you seen omens is teenage Jesus? No, but in you haven't watched that yeah, you you're are you unfamiliar with Good Omens? I I, I I read I read the the book a while ago, but I, I don't recall too much of it. But I remember really liking it because I love Neil Gaiman and Terry Gilliam, so Maybe it's Dogma that I'm thinking of. Because he's got descendants. Oh. Yeah, it's dogma. They, they, this is dogma that you're. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, um. Uh. The girl the from Men in Black. The, yeah. From the from the abortion clinic. Yes, yes, yes. Was she in Men in Black? I think she was. She was in two I, movies, and that was yeah, it. Yeah, she was. She was the mortician. Yeah, that's of, cool. Uh, yeah, Morticians yeah. are cool. The yeah the uh, I I think the the teenage and I think that yeah I think that rock. As Rufus and Dogma made that joke, how, how like you know you don't hear anything about the middle stuff, the middle part of, part of his life. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just the beginning yeah. and the end. Yep. Yep, that's he, right. He still owes me twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Jesus has any descendants in Good Omens. I must have just my mind leapt to whatever angel story I was watching. No, I, I, I really do love Good Omens, though, and I, I, I really like Dogma. I like oh man, too. I would like to read American Gods. I've, I've been reading a little bit of it. It's pretty good. I feel like people think the second. I think that they think. I don't really know what people think, but I think I've heard that the first season of the TV show is pretty good, and after that, it kind of drops off a little. That's what I heard too, and and even Neil Gaiman kind of yeah. I think talked about it if I remember correctly. Dana but the Sandman stops sh- being that. Sandman the is Sandman good. Show is so good, dude. Who oh, is man. that? Sandman's is great. that a real man or some kind of AI fucking construction? I know Algamation. Yeah, I did not know who that actor. <laughs> Where did was, they but... get this fucking Sandman actor? Holy but shit! He was- 
he's like he's like it's, perfect dude it's like, insane I was that's shocked. why that's why it looks like really some shocked. kind yeah. of plastic robot they made to be in this role straight up he looks like straight cgi built out of like thin air do you uh but dead on do you have do you have any neil gaiman opinions michelle or are all these things we're talking about not things you're familiar with I'm not very familiar with them. I mean, you started with Dogma, and I was like, okay, I know what you're talking about. Okay, that's not Neil Gaiman. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Then you went into that, and you lost me. Yeah, so (laughs) Neil Gaiman is great. He's a comic book writer originally, but um, American Gods is a TV show on some... It's somewhere. Uh, The the Sandman... Yeah, these are also novels. The Sandman is uh, on Netflix and is very good. That was a comic book. And Good Omens is on Amazon Prime. You should watch it. Uh, and it's very good. And it was a novel. You should watch Good Omens. Like you should watch. You should. You should watch Good Omens. Brian probably knows who that is. Hold on. Maybe he does. Neil Gaiman. Yeah, he's, a, he's oh, yeah. really he, he, primarily or started as. What's his name? Neil Gaiman. Do you know who Neil Gaiman is? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. he knows right away. Yeah. <laughs> they're talking about they're like do you know and i'm like no but ryan probably does sandman <laughs> rules good omens rules american gods is pretty okay mm-hmm. when dana scully's there what did he say he said sandman bangs yeah sandman oh, yeah, fucks dude. yeah sandman fucking fucks absolutely <laughs> holy shit they did a good job of it he did uh Coraline too yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Coraline um, is very strange. I only saw it once, like when it first came out. I haven't seen it in years. Do they? I love, I love that movie. Does a does a like goblin spider take the children's eyes away? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. That's that's what it is. And they have to go find the, the ghost yeah. eyes, and they get buttons sewn on their eyes. Yeah. Uh, that's what we're talking about yeah hi guys yeah hey, hi. What's up, gang? my old singer named this kid after that movie and it terrifies me the kid's name is Coraline yeah <laughs> keep her away from buttons I, yeah hi everyone sorry I'm interrupted oh we're, that's fine yeah. we have you ever seen a movie called Wes Craven's New Nightmare no oh, okay I we don't just, love it we just watched it it's I you know what it's it's pretty okay. Uh, if we're ranking it against nightmare movies, it's one of the better ones. At least it's not Freddy's not <laughs> Freddy's the final nightmare. Hi. Freddy's Hello. Dead might be the worst one other than the remake. It honestly, Freddy's Dead might be the worst <laughs> one. It's like goddamn terrible. It's just aggravating. They didn't even try. There's just no effort put into it. It really, yeah. It feels squeezed oh. out. It feels like we got to make another one this year. We're starting to get tired of it. This is going to be the last one. Squeeze and it I out. I think that's why New Nightmare came about because I think they just got completely shit on for Freddy's Dead and everybody was like, the hell he is. That sucked. I should really be looking up like what the reviews were at the time. Maybe I'll make an addendum yeah. on this one. Yeah. 1991, what did they say? What did Siskel and Ebert have to say about this? <laughs> Two thumbs vigorously up. <laughs> Yo, what, what's um, for dinner? I attempted to make something and it turned out bad. Oh, I'm going to have a bologna sandwich. What'd you make? That sounds hey, way better. 
Here's what I Pete, did. Pete, I'm, I'm a high-end cook. What, 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 maybe I can help you fix it. What, what happened? Bell oh, peppers and this. Right ingredient. I made a butter bean curry. Oh. Oh, okay. That, uh, that, um, that looks nice. I was following from from the, the subscription I had, which I canceled, mm-hmm. was um, disjointed at best. <laughs> In centimeters In and centimeters grams. and grams. So I was trying to convert on the fly, what? and I, I accidentally oh, used no. a can of chickpeas instead of a can of butter beans. And uh, you, Centimeters? Uh, it's, just- it's like <laughs> cut baby brock baby tender broccoli into two centimeter pieces okay i'm like that say chop it that's very funny but it is, like yeah, whatever what happened to people saying large chop medium chop like fine dice like come on let's i get it I let's get it. let's keep our instructions a little more let's you not let's not let's not confuse anyone with centimeters can we just agree that gordon ramsay would be ashamed right now he would be Gordon Ramsay. If Gordon Ramsay, you donkey! If that dude, <laughs> what are you, an idiot sandwich? Also, I forgot to buy flatbread, so we found flatbread chips. Oh, that that's oh. fine. Is that is that matzo? No, it's just it, it's this. It's flatbread huh. coming nice. to you so live having, from Target. We're having the exquisite. Uh, dino nuggets and macaroni cheese. Oh. That's happening in the other room. Yeah. You would not believe That's what I had for lunch. I had. Is it dino nuggets and macaroni cheese? No, and it was Costco <laughs> hot dog. Hell oh, yeah. Dude. Buck yeah, 50. I'm sorry that I've interrupted your Freddy's Dead talk. Hey, we're we we really we're about wrapping up, and uh, yeah, that was pretty much the end there. I am gonna be yeah, we're, I will be back at eight p.m. for anyone that wants to sit and watch Twin Peaks. Um, what are you watching? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you watching? Twin I'm Peaks. I'm hard to stay awake this um, time. <laughs> awesome, Michelle. And I'm gonna just keep making wild assumptions to make Ed mad because Ed really wants you to watch Twin Peaks. I, Ed will he be does. here tonight. Yeah. Well, I know, but every time I talk to him about it, I just talk about Lost. And it's like same thing. Percent of the plot yeah. points hit. It, it does. You can totally, you can island. absolutely fake it. Yeah. <laughs> and and like I know that Cody and his girlfriend would go around dress as characters from it. So like Twin Peaks. I know about Log Woman. I guess. Yeah, there's a Log Lady. Yeah. Yeah, but like that's it. I know like vague like the guy from Showgirls was in it. Yeah. Uh, I, probably. Showgirls. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which guy. Like the main character. We talk about yeah, Showgirls yeah. more than once on this podcast, which is too many times, probably. That movie's amazing. Um, well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll tell you what. Let me just so that I can. I'll, I'll say thank you to Pete and Leela and Violet and Marie. Thank you to Michelle and Ryan. And thank you to Thrash and to Weebs. Thank you, everyone, for watching and discussing. Wes Craven's a new nightmare. Strum, Luna, and Bailey. They kind of... Strum, Luna, and Bailey. Strum? Strum? Storm. Storm? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're lying. I'm looking. I'm pulling up your Instagram right now. That was Strom. Who was Storm? Uh, someone whose name I thought was Strom. For years. <laughs> Can you laugh at David? I mean, in your defense, ah. Ryan's brother does call him Sean no. Bowen, but his name—I thought he's—I thought he's named—I thought he was named after some kind of Norse giant. 
No, his name is Storm, and his middle name is Drogo from Call Drogo in Game of Thrones. At least he wasn't I, named after Strom Thurmond. It, I. Hey, my eyes have been. I think I. I may have seen Strom the first time, and that's what my eyes have seen. The... <laughs> wow, that was a real. Wow, I really thought that dog's name was Strom. So that. Let's talk later, especially on Saturday or whenever you're free. Let me know. I'm around in the morning. Thrash. Um, I'm I'm starting a rockabilly band because I legally have to right now. Legally, um, you're required <laughs> legally at this point. Legally, legally you have to. Once the you're in dog. two different bands, you need a third rockabilly side project. Is that the? No, it's because I bought a big orange Gretsch, and without Ooh. it, if I don't join a rockabilly band or start one, Gretsch is going to come and beat me. They come. They send they you a fine. They repossess it, right? No, they they come and they beat me. Oh, okay. Like it's, if you're not it's doing in the like contract Brian Seltzer Christmas one. man. <laughs> What's that? If you're not doing Brian Setzer Christmas man, like you're you're doing something wrong. <laughs> we have tickets to see Brian Setzer in two weeks. That's cool. I, I love the Stray Cats. <laughs> yeah, it's Rockabilly Riot, and their main That's merch cool. this year is um, Brian Setzer Dude, Rockabilly it is, Riot Bar. It is a literally salad in every language. Salad okay, is the great human. Is pineapple also the same? No, pineapple is only pineapple in English. Every other language, it makes sense. What's grapefruit? Pompanoos. Thank you. I wanted to hear you say Pompanoos. <laughs> I listened to a drummer go off about why is it called Pompanoos? Why not just call it? Because like, you were in Canada and Pompanoos is French for grapefruit. <laughs> and I watched his brain Oh, brain. in all other languages, pineapples are called an anus. Yeah. What? In America, that's where they go. <laughs> Broke tape. I did, I did it. It only took me 10 minutes. That's a full I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't stop recording yet. Thank you all so much. This was a good one. This is going to be a... This is going to be... This, this, I mean, it's going to be hard to beat our poop episode, but... This, oh this, man, this that's a classic. That's a classic. Hey, which, uh, why don't you go ahead and text me the theme for the music you want for this one? Okay, and I'll get it together in the next two days. Okay, or next twelve hours, whatever you want. Two days is fine because I'm still behind on actually publishing. Oh, uh, what's that? I said two days is fine. I'm not. I'm. I absolutely am. <laughs> I'm gonna bother Wait, you during the day the tomorrow. For the yeah. Let's get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Oh. You, you you want to join? You want to do some collaboration? I I don't. I am not musically inclined in the least. Dave said that too, but he contributed to the last song. Oh. That's what I say, and he always tries to make me play an instrument or something, which He's I guess like, is how cool. Do you sequence it. I'm like, with your brain, go. Michelle is from Newtown. Yeah, we might, yeah, make soap and candles together and maybe music sometime. Good job, Violet. Okay, My whole music thing. ring is completely portable. We'll do a whole so. day. We'll we'll do a whole day while we all make our things. <laughs> yeah. you, y'all Yay. can come to my bakery my abandoned bakery down by the train tracks oh my god that's what i want that's that's it pete abandoned bakery by the train tracks yes do you want I me to remind you tomorrow's afternoons because it's just gonna be me and adam because everyone else is backed out on me oh i'm sorry so i'm just gonna plug in and pretend i'm jack white for an hour and a half cool i hope you're ready for some noise because i heard that a seven nation there. army couldn't hold him back that's all right Louie, that's the ball. Do it, Blue. Bum, 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 bum,
All right, Dave, we're going to go eat chicken nuggets and mac and cheese because we're five. Awesome. I'm jealous. All right. I'm sorry. I'll be here at 8 p.m. Talk to you soon, everyone. Yeah. Bye. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Good job later. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, it turns out that it is somewhat difficult to find the now, to use the now useless internet to find out what was going on in 1994. I didn't find many reviews, but uh, Roger Ebert in 1994, I did find out this, gave A New Nightmare three stars and seemed generally favorable about it, favorable about it. and in fact... On Rotten Tomatoes, it seems that people feel generally favorably about A New Nightmare. I kind of mentioned during the conversation that there is also, in addition to the trilogies I mentioned at the beginning, there's a West trilogy. The West trilogy, I think, is A Nightmare on Elm Street, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, and then Scream. Yeah, I did mention that. Uh, I didn't mention exactly what it was, but that's that's the West trilogy. If you want to start doing the trilogies, so um, yeah, all right. This is season two. I have, I don't know. I I, I want to look at. I want to update all the software I'm using. I've said that before. I, Discord is probably not the best thing to connect to people and talk to them with. If you want to record a podcast, I I, I do want. I now have these very nice neutral sound monitors behind me speakers to listen to the podcast and as I'm editing and stuff and maybe get a better idea of what it actually sounds like and it sounds like we're all underwater um, I mean it could be that I'm just hearing my voice again for the first time you know in a different kind of environment now with studio monitors here but I mean I guess I'm saying I'm aware of it and I do want to improve the sound quality and to a certain extent this is a voiceover IP production so I mean I'm gonna see and again, like I said, I want to start using Audacity. I want to start using something different to edit this with, and I don't even know exactly what Audacity does or if it can be used. You know, I'll find out, again, uh, Sausage. And like I said, um, yeah, so sort of coming up, something that I want to do mixed in with our media reviews. I recorded a little bit of just kind of catching up with some of the people that I like to talk to and what they've been consuming so it might be like a what's good episode slash catching up with the boys and girls and etc but uh yeah it might those might even be two episodes but other than that coming up we got some stuff i had a little list of it i have a little list of it on my board behind me but also um yeah i really got to look through stuff that i've been recording in the past few weeks but Obviously, we've got uh, The Dragon Reborn by Robert Jordan. I'm going to have a podcast. That might be the next podcast I put up. Um, we're going to be watching Friday the 13th, so some reviews of that will be upcoming. We are going to talk about Vampire the Masquerade. In fact, I already have a recap uh, recorded with me, Saint and Locke, of the next three episodes, which are four, five, and six. Yeah, and then we've watched seven, we're going to watch eight, and then do a whole series look which though that might end up being the same episode when that comes out and uh, that will be soon we've been talking about twin peaks i don't know that might 
there, yeah. I don't know if the Twin Peaks is going to be a whole episode, if I'm going to start doing stuff with TV, but yeah, Sausage and that's upcoming. I'm going to write, well, you'll see in the next episode, but Alex has convinced me to read Twilight. But yeah, we're going to be catching up with stuff, and those are some of the books we're going to be reading and looking at, and of course, Robert Jordan continues, Vampire the Masquerade continues, horror movies continue with, it's going to be Friday the 13th this season, and, uh, you know, maybe Scream. I think a little bit about, and we've been talking a little bit about as well, um, sort of approaching your favorite media at different times in your life. There are some things that I think maybe, maybe I'm at the point, maybe in your 40s you look at things for a third time. Maybe there's a childhood way that you look at media. Maybe you look at media as a fresh adult or in your 20s. And then maybe as a super old, curmudgeonly asshole adult, you look at it again. Which is what I'm doing with A Nightmare on Elm Street for sure. But I really, yeah. That sort of, that that feeling kind of has to do with... And I mean, then there's my two favorite pieces of media. Stephen King's It and Evangelion. which Which do that thing within the media. They have adults looking at themselves as children while you're thinking about yourself as a child watching Evangelion which you shouldn't do you shouldn't think about that and you also shouldn't show Evangelion to a child basically I yeah I guess as far as my childhood is concerned this is what you should not show to a child Evangelion The Shining and Deliverance those are I mean I could maybe I might do a whole episode where I write about talk about the things I watched as a child that I should not have. But yeah, um, I want to read The Stand again. I've only read it once, and I was 15, so right on the precipice, kind of. And honestly, I mean, a lot of times when I talk about Stephen King and Vampire and experiencing experiencing those things as a child, I'm talking about 15 and 16. I don't even remember what my actual childhood was like. I've told you about, like, the 15 videotapes. Maybe I specifically said that here on this podcast. But, you know, you can watch me stream where I just babble like this about usually nothing. Uh, my stream is on... Well, it's on koyadk.tv with everything else, but it's on twitch.tv. I got this whole pile of notes I gotta look for, gotta look through. Um... Yeah, I get you know what one final thing, one final thought I guess for the day. I was thinking about well someone pointed out to me that my my New Year's resolutions and my New Year's get my shit together happens in September. And really that's where the year rolls over for me. Maybe I'm programmed that way for school. It might have something to do with various jobs I've done, but I and I also always have a some kind of emotional breakdown in August. And uh really it lasted into September this year and uh I always try to kind of get my shit back together. So, um, yeah, a lot of my, so I have, as a result, I have a pile of notes in front of me and it's September and I have a few things that we're going to do this year. And you heard about some of them that are going to be here on this podcast this year. So yeah, uh, koyadk.tv is my website where all my shit is. You can listen to this podcast. You can find a link to my discord and come talk to us about all this you can buy soap from me and join my Patreon to get soap every month. And you can support me on Twitch and all my other stupid stuff I do. All my social links are there. Uh, 
this is season two. We're going to do some different stuff, and uh, thank you for being here. Oh, and music. We talked, Pete mentioned music on the actual conversation, and uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I'm going to talk to Thrash and Flassy and everyone else who makes music about making music this season, but right now the music for this show is being made by Pete and Josh from local rock legends. Rare Turkish is the name of the band. Um... I think this song playing us out is... I think this is just Josh. I think uh, some of them are just Pete and some of them are just Josh. Some of them are Pete and Josh. Thanks to Pete and Josh. I think this one is Josh. This track that's playing us out is actually called the Lake House Soaps theme song. Maybe it's not called that. It might just call it, be called Lake House Soap Song. But I think it's going to be the theme song. You know, I make little videos and try to sell my soap. You can sometimes see them on Facebook or definitely on Patreon if you join us um and uh yeah sometimes more often going forward i decided he well he named this lake house soap song or whatever and uh yeah by the way we're now in a an officially registered connecticut business and uh josh why don't you play our theme song see everyone this uh